Welcome back to the True Transformation Podcast. It's your host, Josiah Novak. Coming to you live here this morning from a very, very cold Northern Virginia. Hopefully you all are doing well, getting ready to head into the Christmas holiday week. Today is actually the last day of school for my kids. And uh, as we head into the weekend, it's just going to be nonstop chaos as we prep for the Christmas holiday and the New Year holiday. But I wanted to chat today about New Year's resolutions and quickly give you some tips, some actionable advice on how to set New Year's resolutions that you can actually keep. Welcome to the True Transformation Podcast with your host, me, Josiah Novak. Welcome to the podcast. Here's my daddy, Josiah Novak. Despite anybody putting down New Year's resolutions or saying, oh, they don't really work, what's the point? By the end of January, everybody's given up already. I actually think that New Year's goals slash resolutions are a great thing. I mean, at the end of the day, it's better than not caring, right? It's better than waking up into you know 2020, starting off the year and saying, eh, whatever. I've never accomplished anything before. Why even try? I tell people all the time, the only way to truly fail is to completely quit on yourself. If you completely quit and say, I'm done, I'm never trying again, then that's the only time you've ever failed. So if we go into the new year and we set more goals and resolutions and things that we want to accomplish, it's better than not doing anything. But let's face it, right? Every time most people set New Year's resolutions, and maybe you're the same way, it's hard to keep them. I'll tell you a story. You know, for the past four or five years, I've set a resolution or a goal of flossing more frequently. Now, I'm by no means somebody who doesn't take care of their teeth. I brush twice a day, sometimes three times a day. But flossing, for some reason, is often forgotten. You know, it kind of happens here and there. All of a sudden, I see a dentist appointment on my calendar coming up. I start flossing again. After I go to the dentist, I start flossing again. But it's something that I just haven't been able to really master in terms of goals and resolutions until this past year. And so I'm going to kick things off with a very, very actionable piece of advice when it comes to creating new routines, new habits that will help you reach your New Year's resolutions as we head into a new decade. So how did I start flossing? If I haven't been flossing consistently for as long as I can remember, how did I actually finally make it a part of my routine? Well, here's the first thing I did was number one, I made it visible. I made it something that I couldn't miss in my daily routine, something that I would be reminded of No matter what. It sounds silly, but I put my floss next to my deodorant and I bought these little one-time floss things, right? These little finger flossing, whatever, contraptions, whatever you want to call it. And I put the bag next to my deodorant so that every day when I put on deodorant, I would remember to floss. And I bought these little finger things. Why? Because I made it easy for me to do it. If you buy the normal floss, you gotta, and and once again, this is gonna sound horribly lazy, but if you hear me out, I think you'll understand the point. Buying the normal little case of floss, right, requires you to open the floss, wrap it around your fingers, do the whole thing, sometimes twice, and it's just something that if you only have, you know, 30 seconds before you gotta rush out the door, you think, ah, I'll do it tonight, right? It's just so easy to put it off if we don't make it visible and easy for us to do. 
And so what it's done for me is I've just grabbed one of the little finger things. I can literally take it with me in the car. It made my flossing experience so much more convenient. And I know that convenience can be a massive, massive detriment. If it's all we're seeking out, if we're just seeking out convenience 24-7, that can really put us in a bad spot when it comes to reaching our goals. Because not everything's going to be convenient all the time. And sometimes things are going to be challenging, and that's just part of life. Some of the best things in life require a lot of work, a lot of due diligence. But as we start to go into the new year and we have these goals and resolutions, we have to get the momentum rolling in the right direction. We have to give ourselves quick wins. And in order to do that, one of the best things I can tell you to do is make it visible, make it easy for you to do. And so I'll give you a couple more examples. A lot of people struggle to get to the gym or they struggle to get out of the house in the morning because it's cold and they're like, ah, I just don't want to get out of bed. There's so many things that you can do to make this an easier process. One thing I suggest, and it's going to sound crazy, but putting your alarm or whatever you use as an alarm, whether it's your phone, whether it's a night clock or whatever, night, you know, bed stand type of clock, put it further away from your bed that requires you to actually get up out of bed Go turn the alarm off. And then what I suggest to make this even better, put your gym clothes, your shoes, your outfit, your bag, whatever you're going to use to take to the gym, put your alarm clock directly next to that so that you turn off your alarm and the next step is get dressed and get out and get into the gym. Even if you work out at home, you know, even if you're a home gym person, this can still be accomplished. The same thing applies, okay? So... We have to make our goals visible, which in this case is getting to the gym, getting out of the house, everything's right there in front of you. Okay, so the other thing too that I wanna stress is that sometimes these resolutions we make are so massive. You know, maybe it's like, hey, I'm, I'm 100 pounds overweight, I wanna lose 100 pounds in 2020. And that's a big, big goal. Not to say it's a bad goal, but I mean, thinking big is really, really great. But we oftentimes have to think small just to get the ball rolling. You know, I talk about the 10-minute rule all the time. 10-minute workouts have been a game changer because if, if you just commit to 10 minutes, all of a sudden 20 minutes goes by. All of a sudden 30 minutes goes by and you're, you know, you're into a routine that's even longer and more efficient than what you had planned for. If you can just improve 1% on a regular basis... Let's say you did things 1% better every day in 2020. Well, it would be the th- a third of the way through the year and you'd be doing things amazing. You would be so far ahead of the game. The other thing too is create a physical reminder. Okay, um, I, I came out with these stickers recently. I haven't started selling them yet, but these stickers that you can put on your desk or your computer or wherever you can put a sticker that will remind you of some daily to-dos, some daily habits. You know, there's people that hand out bracelets. There's people that hand out books. There's people that hand out sticky notes. You know, it helps us remember that when we when we see it to keep our goals right in front of us, right? If you have something that you can grasp onto or something that you can physically see, that's going to help you reach your goals as, so much faster versus just kind of thinking about it once in a while, trying to remember what your goals were. Yeah, that doesn't really work. Okay, so 
The one thing too that I stress, if you have big goals for 2020, start to utilize some of your bad habits and turn them, turn them into a catalyst for good. And here's what I mean. I don't mean change all your bad habits right away. It's impossible. It's just not going to work. It, it requires so much discipline, so much willpower that you'll quickly burn out if you try to change everything overnight. But we can utilize some of our bad habits to lead to good habits. All right. So it could be something like, hey, I love to go to Starbucks and get a delicious high calorie beverage three times a week. Well, what I'm going to start doing is before I go do that, my new habit is going to be go to the gym, complete 30 minutes of, of training, and then I'm going to go get my Starbucks drink if I do my whole workout. And you might think, Josiah, what in the hell are you talking about, dude? Like you're just telling people to basically cancel out their workout by going to drink a high calorie beverage from the coffee, coffee shop. Well, it's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we have to work with the habits that we already have. We have to utilize them for good. I talk about my Taco Bell story all the time. When I started losing weight years ago, uh, when I was really overweight for a period of time, I would go to Taco Bell every day. That was my one of my go-to fast food, horrible for you meals that was comfort food for me. You know, a long day of dealing with a bunch of BS, I would go to Taco Bell to relieve stress. Well, when I started losing weight the right way and doing things that were long-term sustainable, I didn't stop going to Taco Bell right away. All I did was start changing my order. Right? I started ordering chicken tacos instead of beef tacos. I started ordering a diet Pepsi instead of a regular Pepsi. It was just one piece at a time. And in this case, it might be like, hey, when I go to Starbucks, I'm going to order a smaller coffee than versus the larger coffee. It doesn't matter how we start to formulate it. All that matters is that you start to get on the right track. Don't overthink this. Okay. The next tip too is when you're Thinking about your resolutions, you need to understand that your environment is going to play a massive role in your success or your failure. So I want to encourage you today to surround yourself with great people. There's a quote that Jim Rohn said, tell me who you spend time with and I will tell you who you are. And it's going to really hurt to, to hear this sometimes, but if you're surrounding yourself with people who are unhealthy, who don't care about being successful who aren't worried about self-improvement, who are stressed out all the time, who are constantly bitching and complaining, who are pessimistic 24-7, it's going to rub off on you. It, it totally is. I'm not a huge fan of like these salesy, mastermind, get together, everybody say hoorah, Tony Robbins type of stuff, right? Tony Robbins is a smart guy, but some of that stuff feels a little bit, you know, just doesn't feel authentic in a lot of ways, right? But what I'll tell you is that getting around people who are focused on self-improvement, even if it is a little bit cheesy, even if it is a little bit like woo-woo, it's better than being around people who bring you down. And I, and I wish I would have realized this much earlier in my life because for many, many years, I surrounded myself with people who were focused on all the wrong things, drugs, partying, chasing easy women, and, and women chasing easy guys late nights, crazy, crazy schedules that were super bad and super unhealthy. Just not a good environment, especially not for success in any area of my life. Once I started surrounding myself with people who cared about things that I deep down inside really wanted to accomplish, then all of a sudden my life started to transform. So surround yourself with great people. A great way to kick things off when you have big goals as you enter a new year it's not so much just saying, all right, I'm gonna start going to the gym. 
right? And look, if, if that's what you do, awesome, right? If you're just like, hey, I'm gonna start going to the gym and, and you just start going to the gym, that's better than not doing anything. But what I would encourage you to do is have a, a shorter challenge placed in front of you, okay? Commit to a 30-day challenge, commit to a, a 60-day challenge, something to just get the fire lit underneath of you. Nothing that's going to be unhealthy, right? Nothing that's gonna push bad habits or anything like that, but just something that's going to inspire you to keep going because you're going to get results, right? And, and those results are going to lead to being inspired and inspiration leads to more action and, and then ultimately more frequent doses of motivation. And then of course, it just helps you stay disciplined, helps you stay committed and all those things work together. And so commit to a challenge in 2020. We're doing uh, the true strength challenge. If you're interested, you can see the link in the show notes. It's a six-week challenge. Um, it's designed to give you everything you need to understand health and fitness and get the results you want. Fat loss, weight loss, losing belly fat, all those things are gonna be tied into this challenge so that you can look your best and feel your best as we start off the new, new decade. So people often think that it's an all or nothing thing when they start getting into a resolution. Oh, I want to lose weight. Well, I got to be perfect every day. I would encourage you to think differently. It doesn't have to be an everyday thing. There's things I do frequently, but, but I don't do every day. For example, not every day is a gym day for me. It sounds crazy coming from a fitness guy, but I don't go to the gym every day. I usually go to the gym four days a week, maybe a fifth day if I'm super lucky and I have the time. But four days a week, so three days out of the week, almost the same amount of time, I don't go to the gym. Why? Because I think of things in bigger chunks. I think of things in month-long chunks, right? So I think of my workouts as 16 workouts a month. 16 a month. That sounds better than saying, oh, I go to the gym once every other day. 16 workouts a month. That feels more like I accomplished something big. There's so many more tips I could give you guys. I want to leave you with one that I think will really just resonate with you. Keep it simple. All right, keep it simple. Pick a few habits, a few routines. Choose one a week to kick off the month of January. And every week, add a new one. I know this isn't like groundbreaking stuff, but people I've met who are the most successful... They keep everything in their life super simple. Their routine, their habits, their workout routine, their nutrition, everything is super, super simple. It doesn't ever feel complicated. When they describe it, it never sounds complicated. And I think what we oftentimes fall victim to is this idea that everything has to be complicated. Everything has to be very, very unique and very, very uh, sexy and just really crazy, right? Because we want a crazy result. So shouldn't we follow some kind of crazy plan? Well, it's actually the opposite. If you want a crazy result, you got to do the simple things for long stretches of time. So whatever your goals are, whether it's business related, fitness, life, relationship, kids, parenthood, whatever, keep the habits and routines, the things you start to change simple. And I promise you, it's going to feel so much better it's going to be less stress. You're going to feel more inspired. You're going to feel like I can do this. And of course, that will ultimately be what determines whether you get results or not. 
sustainability, being able to do things for a long period of time is really the only way to actually get big time results. I hope this gave you a little bit of insight into my thought process around New Year's resolutions, New Year goals. As always, I would love to hear from you. If you have goals, if you have resolutions, shoot us an email. Shoot me an email, Josiah at thetruetransformation.com. And be sure to leave a rating and review of the podcast. Let me know what you want to see in 2020. We have some really big ideas, big plans ahead, some fun stuff we're going to do with some really cool people. Going to be branching out and meeting people in different industries, bringing you more stories, more inspiration, more stories of transformation, things that are going to help you mentally, physically, emotionally, all the things that are important when it comes to a permanent transformation. I'm your host, Josiah Novak. I really appreciate you tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you'll be back for more. If you're a loyal listener, can't say enough about how much I appreciate you taking time out of your day, your week, your month to tune in and listen to me and hopefully get some value out of the shows that we put out. Until next time, Josiah Novak, True Transformation. Talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to the True Transformation Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review and subscribe to the show. True Transformation.